Hi and welcome to episode 6 of the Crazy X Club podcast which is a regular podcast series looking at ways to heal and rebuild yourself following a relationship breakdown. Um, hosted by me, the Crazy X. Yes, hi guys, how are we doing? I hope you've all had amazing weeks um, and that you're mainly finding ways to sort of get through, particularly sort of UK guys, um, our our most recent sort of lockdown that we find ourselves in the the news is full of sort of different stories at the minute so i hope that they're not affecting you too badly um yeah and i'll just find you in good spirits um as as i am as i am right now as i record this so what have we spoken about so far so a little bit of a recap really high level recap about some of the stuff episode one really nice and simple the initial moment the thing not to do um, and some calming words that you can tell yourself basically we should just call that episode that it's going to be all right episode so that was that's number one is the don't panic it's going to be all right then we've sort of built on that we've kind of gone into moments of calm carving out time for you self-care uh, then we've also sort of looked at boundaries how do you need to sort of protect yourself going forward um, and also sort of protect the things that are important to you we've talked also a little bit about finding your people so the people that you want to come on that on that journey with you um, and sort of hinted a little bit around setting yourself some things to strive for um, we might even call them goals uh, and I'm going to get into um, goal setting probably in a couple of episodes time um, because I feel like we're sort of we're on our path to sort of really looking at that setting yourself goals and actually knowing that you can achieve them basically so that's a couple of episodes to come that's kind of what we've all covered um, little mention about the facebook group which i've kind of been rattling on about and i kind of had a revelation this week um, i don't know that it was actually searchable for um, for a few weeks we've seemed to have resolved it so now if you search crazy x club into facebook you should find the facebook group um, and there's a few of us in there we're starting there's some lovely chats going on we're finding support from each other um i'm dropping in a little bit of content in there guys there might even be like a shared playlist that we've got going on uh, so we're really getting the community feels going on the facebook group so a bit of an apology from me if you were trying to search for that um, I don't think that Facebook was being particularly kind and sort of making it, making my group be known to people. It should show up. I've had a couple of people um, sort of successfully find it and request um, access. Come and join us. Like I said, we've got a really good supportive community already and we would love to have more of you join us and share some of the... Um, some of the things that you're doing and achieving or even if you need to come and kind of go... I need some real support here and I'll just, you know, safe space. Remember, it's my safe space that I've created for people to come in, talk about through issues that might be sort of bubbling to the surface as you listen to some of this stuff. So come find us, Crazy Expert. We're on Facebook. We're super nice. Uh, right, so what do we want to talk about today? So today, um, this is an episode I've been kind of excited to to cover um mainly because i managed to get a kind of rhyme in the title so i'm just really excited so today's episode um is called turning your rejection into reflection and i almost punched the air i was on a run remember me and running guys 
<laughs> I was trying to think about topics and things like that and that title came into head and I thought well that's a sign that we really have to talk about but we were heading down this route anyway um, because I think taking a step back and having a kind of deeper reflection so the kind of stuff that I've, I've done with you now remember I'm always talking about layers so we've kind of looked at the surface around things that you might want to change um, things that kind of are really apparent to you in the early days what you might need to start thinking about now is going a little bit deeper maybe doing a little bit of um, analysis um, on that most recent breakup or maybe you need to just sort of look at your entire kind of relationship patterns and things like that so this reflection this is much more deeper reflection that we're talking about than some of the stuff that we've already done now i know some of you have probably got your hand poised ready to turn this episode off because you're like oh no 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 and i really get that but i promise if you come with me on this one and even take a couple of things out and you do the work you will come out the other side of this week or the next few weeks you just won't regret taking the time to step back and properly look at some of repeated patterns repeated behaviors maybe a few light bulb moments about um it's just sort of similar things that you do now there's a few different ways that you can approach this i actually chose a talking therapy it was really really important to me to get to the to the bottom of a few things around my marriage when it broke down um before i do the current job that i or before i did before i did the current job i do that makes sense in some kind of thing i think that's almost a sentence but basically i used to be a, um, a project analyst um and it was a good one as well and we love detail we like answers that is our that is our raison d'etre is to find answers so i cannot tell you how frustrating it was to sort of come to the end of something and have literally kind of zero answers um in my hands to kind of sort of pick it so i knew and needed some professional help to be able to unpick that because all that was happening for me trying to unpick it on my own was just kind of going around in the same circle around I just it, it's like foggy kind of mess in my head which is I would kind of go I think that is right but that's my kind of take on it so maybe I've got that wrong and I, I just really needed this neutral kind of voice to steer me and my thought processes so um I opted um, for some CBT now I know CBT can really divide opinions and I do think you kind of either have the personality trait for it or sometimes it's just not quite so suitable for you for me personally I absolutely love it so I've (laughs) I think the recent one I've had three lots in my lifetime Um, one wasn't um, so successful um, I had that in my 20s um, second one I had um, about two years ago 18 months two years ago that was amazingly successful and again I'll talk about why and my most recent one again really successful um, some of the key to having successful therapy is to kind of be a bit aware about what 
is likely to sort of happen, the kind of conversations you might find yourself having, and also some sort of lay down a couple of of assumptions that you might make, and you'll kind of see uh, my kind of progression through therapy as I got more experienced at going to it, um, the better I got at it. So the reason why my first lot of therapy wasn't very successful and I actually quit it after two weeks I think was I wanted to go to therapy because I wanted to sit in a room and I wanted to say how unfair the world was um the reason for that for for this first lot of therapy was actually um depression brought on by being in a job I absolutely loathed and hated um, so that was the reason I was kind of, but I kind of wanted to sit in a room and I had a really clear idea in my head was my life, had, my, funny enough, the depression was because of a job I hated, but the reason why I thought I was depressed was because um, of a boy um, breaking up with me. My first um, sort of love, my university love, um, absolutely crushed, crushed my heart about two years before I think I went for this, this therapy. And I was like, that is the source of my problems. He was a horrible person. He was not a very nice boyfriend. And I've had problems in my life ever since. And I I need to go into a room, tell somebody how horrible that person is. And they can go, oh yeah, you poor thing. So these are things that you can do. And like, it's like that. And actually what happened was I went into a room and I started to describe my life and the therapist turned around and said, but Emma, you're just a really angry person (laughs) what what and I was and I was really incredulous and really surprised and this was I was kind of wondering this isn't what I signed up to you're supposed to sort of feel really sorry for me and you're supposed to recognize I've had a really tough time of it and I need your sympathy what on earth are you doing turning around and telling me that there's an issue with me and you know of all the things you're telling me is that I'm an angry person um I'm not angry I get upset a lot but I'm not angry and he said well to me you're quite an angry person you anger quite quickly um you might not show it in the ways that you think about traditional anger but you really need to sort of think about what's making you angry as opposed to focusing too much on that so I didn't like it um I kind of ran away from it because it was it just wasn't what I was expecting so that was kind of once so I think one thing to be aware of if you are going to go down the CBT route is it's likely not guaranteed but it's likely at some point you're gonna have to have some kind of conversation or talk about some kind of taking responsibility for your role in where you are in your life right now and it's really important to sort of have a heads up on that thing because otherwise you're going to do what I did you're going to go in and this like really speaks to those because if you're feeling rejected and you're feeling you're still kind of in that more victim mentality that of course that's what you want people to say you you know you want people to acknowledge that you've been hurt and that is valid but at some point i'm really sorry guys every single one of us has to look and go but that's how i contributed to it so 
this is also why this is episode six and it's the first time i'm even mentioning you needing to do this because i do think it's important to figure out survival to figure out you're going to be okay and to make a few plans so that you're looking ahead to the future i really do think that is the right i don't think you should go um sort of like the anti-craig david broke up on sunday i went to therapy on tuesday like that don't do that don't do it all in one week um do this when you're ready and that's my kind of second point is make sure you feel mentally ready to start picking at that because like i said the best results will come if you're if you're willing to really look at yourself and have a therapist kind of guide you and have a really open and honest conversation with that therapist you will get so much out of it and that's why my second two lots of therapy so the one that I've just I've just graduated yay just in time for Christmas I managed to graduate mine which was really nice because it was almost that closing off 2020 2021 being like this fresh kind of sort of start for me um so this one and the one sort of 18 months to two years previous um they were brilliant because i wanted to use those rooms as my safe sort of space um the the time before was around a time when i was still in a lot of denial about problems that were happening in my marriage so literally from a public perspective unless you were sort of one of maybe four or five people you wouldn't have had a clue that there was anything wrong with my marriage at the time um so therapy very much there was to kind of go in and just literally pour my heart out did also coincide with being signed off um from work for two weeks um so there was a lot of alarm bells going and there was it was i was getting into a crisis mode of i need some some real help here on how i'm going to sort of manage uh because that was still in a frame of mind of i still really want this marriage to work still want to fix it so i need this therapy to heal me to get me better so that i can sort of get back to the job of um, sort of rebuilding my marriage having a nice environment for my son when you're still like a young baby at that point and things like that so it worked really well there because I was so committed to going and I, again I think once you've had that initial experience of someone sort of just turning the focus back onto you if you're expecting that I think it's okay because it doesn't kind of it's not like a punch in the face a verbal punch in the face when you're kind of like what so if you're like ready for it i think you can get so much out of it so there's that thing of go in with a real sort of acknowledgement of they will talk you through they will say this is this is a safe space what you talk to me about and so mine was sort of referrals through work so there's like this 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 extra assurance of i'm not gonna go phone your line manager after we've spoken this is a conversation between two of us the only time that i might have to um talk to somebody outside of this room is if you say anything to me about um things that might be causing harm to yourself and i think this is i think it's also to others as well and then particularly because i've got a child um obviously if i mentioned something that was indicating that my child might be at risk 
there's also need for that and you know that's that's quite understandable those kinds of little safeguards that they've got in but acknowledge that it's a private space it's a safe space and you're in the hands not like me you're in the hands of a of an actual professional with actual qualifications not just not just some human that's um, done it so she wants to talk about it uh, but actual qualifications they know what they're doing and they know which sort of paths to take different people down different personality traits it's it's almost like they get paid for doing it guys so it's um put your faith in that put your faith that the therapist knows what they're doing even if they ask you stuff and you kind of go what on earth you asked me that for i've always kind of sort of worked through it and then gone oh i see i see what you're doing now um and um yeah and also come to it at a time when you're ready to really take some responsibility um there's there's a song i really like it's wilson phillips and they play it at the end of bridesmaids so a lot of people will know this song um, I don't know the exact line, but it always really resonates with me. It's, it's something along the lines of you got yourself into your own mess. And it's this thing of it's really easy for us to kind of go, particularly if we've got someone to point a finger at, particularly if you're the person who has been left. It's really easy to go, it's all their fault. Because if they had just stayed, my life would still be exactly as i wanted it to be so but actually we just can't do that yes we can kind of go well i don't think that was very fair and this kind of thing but you have got to sort of look at yourself because that's how you grow and that's how you avoid finding yourself in the same situation four or five years down the road and it really prepares you to sort of start your life again so what was I looking for? So I was really looking for a few things really. So a key thing for me was I really needed to talk to somebody about a range of emotions that I had experienced. And I'd been experiencing, like I said, about two years, I would say, that things were not great um, in in my marriage. So I had a range of emotions and I needed to do what I would call a controlled explosion. So I needed to be in a room and kind of like I say safe space to say something to kind of go is that normal should I is that okay um and yeah it's it's that kind of I just needed to be able to tell somebody and it's that it's almost you're removed from judgment and the extra sort of bonus for me for this latest one was um is obviously at the moment covid not in a room together so I actually quite liked telephone counseling as well because I could just kind of fix on a wall and that would sort of let conversation flow a bit more and I you remember the little social anxious me um no eye contact was an absolute joy for this so um so that was one thing I wanted to get I wanted to do this controlled explosion of my emotions with with somebody that can like I said can steer the course to really help me process them um carrying quite a lot of guilt so that was probably one of the big things and I really wanted to unpick actions that I'd taken and I really wanted to once and for all really look at that that period in particular and really look at what I did almost do an assessment I almost mark myself because I'm that kind of person but that kind of could have could have done things differently 
would it have made would it have ultimately made a difference and the ultimate thing I was hoping to get from that is that I could find peace with that period of time and kind of almost forgive myself because I don't know about you but one of the worst parts of reject I was so embarrassed when my marriage first ended I was so embarrassed that rejection also translated into failure for me because I tried really really hard really really hard I'm a fixer so I tried really hard to sort of fix this marriage and kind of go it can be done we can mend this so that rejection just really represented itself to me as failure so and that made me really embarrassed so another part of my therapy and kind of looking at looking at my actions looking at my emotional responses was to ultimately go could I have done anything differently and if that's a yes or no whatever but also finding a way to make peace with almost no matter what conclusion I come to that's what happened and also that removal um, of the guilt so forgiveness was a big thing that I thought would come up I thought it would be forgiveness of others but there was also a big forgiveness to myself and this feeling that I'd let myself down as well then the sort of third one was and it kind of links into this I really wanted closure on it so one of the things I had realized like talking to friends talking to sort of work colleagues talking to family once I knew it was like really 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 over even before my husband moved out um I got quite fed up with talking about it sort of processing it over and over again so I kind of like wanted to have this one last big conversation and again closure draw my line and then kind of just look forwards and that was really important to me so the other problem that I kind of had was I didn't get closure my marriage ended which you would say is the ultimate closure but I didn't get the kind of closure conversation I was desperate for like I said guys I used to be still work a lot in sort of analysis I like facts I like to ask lots of questions and I like to get answers back to those questions so I find it really there couldn't have been a more unsatisfying way to sort of leave me uh, than this kind of almost mic drop moment of it's just over and and that's and that's kind of what that's what you're left with so it's also I needed to use therapy to get my own closure and like I said and some of that is put into bed things I felt angry about things I felt upset about things I felt frustrated about um and I'm spoiler alert I got all of that I genuinely got all of that through these amazing conversations that I had um with my wonderful therapist and the second therapist in a row I would have happily married because uh, I just found I've had two therapists in a row which have who've just really got me so they've let me make my silly jokes um they've kind of got my personality um and the other thing I'm just going to say and I worked really hard um I <laughs> so you know how I set you guys homework um would be particularly in this one um I'd pause therapy sessions and I'd go I'll be with you in a minute I'm just writing that down because I'm going to do some homework on that and I'll 
let me write this down and we'll talk about it next week so I'm going to go off and work on it and if I said that I always did go off and do the work in the week as well uh, we'd go outside um, we'd use running time to really sort of think about the stuff in between sessions and I made every single minute of that therapy session count because I didn't really want to have to come back in six months time and do it all over again like I said I felt like I was quite done with this consistent talking about but why did my marriage end what went wrong what who did this and who did that I, I just wanted to get the closure that I didn't feel I'd got at the actual event um so and then like I said and I managed I managed to get all that so that's my kind of waffly overview um, around using therapy as a way to to sort of process some of those thoughts. But I will tell you, um, some of that homework stuff that I had, they were light bulb moments. So um, some of the things that we did, we we definitely sort of looked at um, sort of key things. So she kind of asked me for my goals, and then we had a midpoint where we looked at how much I was towards progressing that and then also at the end to sort of look back on it and to see how much I thought that I'd achieved against those um and through addressing those things that I've just gone through the closure looking at emotions and things like that I genuinely saw some amazing maybe not amazing maybe quite worrying sort of patterns of my behavior so the big one was this fixer slash rescuer tendency Um, and every single relationship I've had I've always had that mentality like I almost feel like um, I look at relationships as I am only here to help repair other people and that's how I that's how I show love and affection essentially is um, by sort of self-sacrifice is huge to me uh, that but one of the things that I've realized through therapy was that is so unhealthy <laughs> because um, if you start a relationship with that attitude and I've always had this kind of thing of and it's that thing as well of all my relationships started in my 20s one mid 20s no one early 20s one sort of mid to late 20s and one when I was about 19 yeah so it was the university one so it all started when I was really young and I was just like so low in confidence and so low in self-esteem with all three of those relationships that those relationships started from a point of right so I just have to do everything to make sure you don't go because I'm so lucky that you even look at me let alone want to spend time with me and maybe want to make a commitment to me so um, you've got some problems sure I'll help you sort those you need this of course you can you need to swap days of course and it's that thing of you you establish a relationship on those terms so difficult if you find yourself building up in confidence to even three months I'd say even three to six months later to all of a sudden go I'm not happy with that I've got I've got some stuff that I need support with if you've been that kind of no I am I am I am strong I will do everything um I can I can um juggle all these all these things at one time and I can be a superwoman and have it all and things like that it comes as such a surprise to the person when all of a sudden go, actually, could someone rescue me? Um, 
normally the personality type that you've kind of brought in by having this kind of I fix things people people tend to like you um, but they don't get so used to if you ever end up needing support back and that can be quite tricky and again that's not putting the blame on the other person at all it really comes into I think fixers and rescuers are terrible at communication because we're terrible for asking for help ourselves um, and actually that's quite a key thing I think to be able to do and communicate to somebody particularly somebody that you would put as like your top person someone who you might be dedicating to sharing your life with you should probably be able to know that you you want to ask those people for help so that was like really key for me and it's one of the main reasons why I was like I don't want to be in any kind of serious relationship for some time because I'm exhausted (laughs) from rescuing people and I'm not trying to suggest that anybody new is automatically like I haven't got like a beacon or a sign or something like that that's like rescuer here um but I I find myself slipping into that kind of territory really easily so it's another reason why I'm like six to twelve months focus on me building up my boundaries um, and really looking at that tendency to sort of put my needs to one side to automatically bring someone else's needs in um, and it's not to say um, that that all the same to go I don't if you've got any problems don't come to me because I don't think I would ever be that kind of person but until I've got that healthy balance I just won't be ready to sort of go into anything kind of too serious so that's the kind of um, behaviour thing that hopefully I've broken um, and I'm really working hard on. I'm working hard on it with my friends as well and that kind of um, mutual kind of partnership um, that I that I kind of managed to get a lot easier um, in friendship. So there, there's a really good example of we were working on something and then that made me kind of do a flashback and it actually I've just picked out my relationships but it's also you can take it right back to friendships not just secondary school friendships but my primary school friendships I remember I had a friend god lover who (laughs) used to fall out with me all the time uh, and go into and and go into a proper silence with me and not speak to me and because I would just want to repair that as quickly as possible I would go to the shop uh, before I would call call for her on the way to school and buy her an apology chocolate and um, so there we go and I was about nine nine years old and already in that kind of pattern um but that that's for a different therapy session I guess that kind of learning that kind of pattern of behavior but that's like one of the things that I've really got so much from doing that therapy is it's not just the unpicking of the most recent relationship. It's actually taking a step back, looking at um, habits that have been forming like my entire life. Like I said, this kind of, I need to make things right. I need to sort of fix this situation to make it, almost make make the bad situation go away been nurturing that since I was you know like I said at primary school so it's um it's a it can be quite um quite a revelation sometimes if there's stuff that you've always taken for granted and also the stuff that you might take for granted that is this massive positive and you might just kind of see the other side to that um so like I said I would always sort of say I'm extremely um 
high in the empathy stakes and it's great but part of that is because of this unable I'm unable to sort of ask for support so my I'm can't I'm just living in other people's shoes all the time because that's so important to me which is really nice and it makes me I like to think makes me a really nice friend makes me quite a nice person to be around because I'm just like bring me bring me things to listen to and I will help you through them but like I said I need to work on that I can ask other people for the same and it's absolutely fine so that's those that's the kind of sort of self-reflection you might want to think about I think it's really important as well it really helps you need to come out of victim mentality so remember episode one and I sort of said pity party but time stamp it because you don't want to live there forever it's a little bit same with you can be the victim um and if you've been left I think you do have a little bit of almost license to be to be to feel victimized and to feel sort of quite raw um like i said the rejection hits quite hard and it's not a nice it's not a nice feeling to go through but do you want to be a victim for the rest of your life i don't think so i think you're listening to this because you're you're trying to find ways to sort of move on so that's the other real good thing for me about therapy is I'd kind of stepped outside of victim mentality quite a long time before I, before I took it, but um, I do think it's also that really good thing of, no, I'm going to reflect and I'm going to own my stuff that I did wrong. And like I said, and you're gonna, then you're going to make your peace with it. Because one of the things we're going to be talking about in the next episode is about your PR and also holding your head up high and if you do the work here and you really believe in the process and you really believe in yourself and the work that you do to sort of unpick these behaviors you're going to hold your head so high you're going to be so proud of yourself and you're going to move on and that's going to be so um, empowering for you so that's my spiel about why therapy is amazing um, like I said I do understand it's not for everyone so a couple of other things that you might want to do um, if you don't fancy sort of going down a talking therapy route find some ways to sort of reflect on your own so meditation is huge right now and I think meditation could be quite a nice thing to do so if you can find 30 minutes a day where you can sort of go off um and sort of sit with your thoughts process those things yourself still probably need to have those same kind of sort of internal conversations in your head you still need to think about what what happened what could i have done differently can i make my peace with this do i forgive myself do i now draw my line in the sand so i can so i can move on i think meditation is quite a nice thing to do the other sort of big thing is a way to sort of purge this is to write it down so writing is extremely therapeutic in situations like this so i've got a couple of different things that i kind of do um one is there's a um there's a book called the artist's way and it's really good particularly if you kind of want to get more into um your creative side and you kind of miss your creative side check the artist's way out because it's really about resetting your creative mind but she does a thing called morning pages and morning pages are basically you wake up 
um, and you have to write, I forget if it's, it's either two, three or four pages of prose. And the idea is you're just literally right because you literally wake up, grab your book and grab your pen and you start writing and you don't think about what you write. You're not thinking about, oh, chapter one. You literally write whatever is in your head goes onto the page. And I can tell you, I did it for a couple of weeks. It's amazing. Um, my mood just improved so quickly just from doing. And the other idea around this is um, the suggestion from the author is you don't read them. So you literally, you write them down and then they're gone. And what the idea there is, is in relation to your creative brain, whatever was in your head you kind of purged it first thing in the morning and that frees up some space in your head to then do those creative things that you really want to do that give you joy give you passion so we're thinking about morning pages but from a more sort of therapy perspective or self-reflection perspective but you must just do stream of consciousness whatever let the pen do the writing basically whatever it wants to write say right it doesn't even have to make sense it could just be random words or it could just be sentences that don't particularly join together could come out like a diary could come out like a story but the idea is it's just pros on a page and you do that every single morning and it should be as soon as you wake up it's really good i do i do really recommend it do it um, so there's that um or so my graduate what i called my graduation for my therapy so this was an exercise um that my therapist suggested i do to sort of really once and for all put to bed the, the sort of the very the end of my marriage and things that went on and one of this is write a letter and you can write a letter um to the to the person who has brought you sort of concern or um pain um sort of emotional pain basically write them a letter something that you if um so in the absence of a face-to-face conversation or a conversation you don't feel you can have write that down in a letter write down how you feel write down how you felt write down what they did write down how what they did and how that made that how that made you feel um you could really go to town you could tell them off maybe you'd rather write a letter and you need to apologize maybe it's a mixture of both but write them a letter and then what you do with that letter is completely up to you now you could you could stick their address on it and throw it in the post now there's nothing in a million years that would make me um put my put my letter in the post um it's it's written down um and uh, i don't really know what i'm going to do with it but i know one thing i'm not i'm not sending it um uh, and yeah, you know, she said you could burn it. She said you know, you could like have this ceremony, almost this ceremonial thing in your in your garden where you sort of burn that letter and watch it literally burn away, and that could be quite cathartic for you and quite healing. Uh, she said, or you could bury it in a drawer. You do whatever you want, but write a letter and see that as a as another way to get that closure and you're almost like if you're bereft a conversation you're almost having a conversation a bit like I do these podcasts <laughs> a little bit one-sided um, so you could write a letter the other thing that I quite like um, and I did this um, at New Year's write yourself a letter um, and 
you there's two different ways you could go about this you could write a letter to past self or you could write a letter to future self so on new year's um i have a blog that's out there um, i don't think it's that that hard to find it's not very well loved it has to be said i probably writing it once every three and a half years or so but i wrote myself um i wrote myself um of 12 months ago i wrote her a letter um and basically just to basically let her know that <laughs> guess what i was gonna let her know that it's all gonna be all right and that you know that's what my letter was um I think coming up I'm going to write a letter to future self so I'm going to write a letter to me in 12 months time and I'm going to write down what I hope for me in 12 months time and I think they're quite nice things to do but that sort of um, retrospective letter is quite nice because where by writing that you might just have to look even if you just look back three months again that initial moment remember what that felt like the, the absolute hell of it all three months look back what have you learned how have you progressed what what are some of the things that you've done since that initial moment so i think letter writing is really nice and again similar to um the letter that you might want to write to another person you could you could just throw them all in the bin but there's something about writing onto a page that's really nice and it does make you feel like you've released that emotion as well so that's my other um sort of recommendations but you've got so much homework this week you've really really got to be ready for this one as well so do appreciate you might not feel like it right in this moment but start having to think about how are you going to reflect how are you going to turn your rejection into reflection um can i say that enough times no probably not so have a little think about that do you want to start looking at therapy options um like i said i'm really lucky um i i can get referrals for this kind of thing via my health scheme at work so i'm able to sort of get access to things like that quite quickly but there are some really good nhs um referrals that you can do um you don't even have to go there's quite a lot you don't have to even go to gp first you can go online and find things like that um you could access services that way or if you look at the mind website and also the relate website there's some really good resources there as well what you can look at really specific to this situation of coming out of a relationship so do you want to go down that route start having a little look or maybe you can you know if you can afford it go down the private therapist route and start looking at um, some cbt practitioners um in your area um and maybe give it a little go um just make sure your mind's ready for this one guys this this is this is hard work so that was the other thing that i was going to say about starting therapy is you also need to be prepared that it's hard work and also you're probably quite tired i was exhausted after some sessions because it might just be that you talk about one thing and like the magic that is therapy is just go around another corner and you talk about something you weren't expecting to talk about it and maybe you've not talked about it in years or you've never spoken about it before but some of that real kind of deep conversation that's quite exhausting so it's just that kind of make sure you're ready um 
if you can dedicate that kind of energy to it you don't have to be like swatty swat like me but just be willing to give your all in that 45 50 minutes that you're there and you'll get so much out of it as well as be ready for that honest conversation and taking that responsibility it's empowering guys it's really empowering um it's one of the main reasons why i'm as far forward as i am now is um i think i did about eight weeks um and i'm so thankful for it just gave me a whole new sort of lease of life and that feeling of right this is now my life moving forward what do I want to do? I want to record a podcast. So I'm going to do that. And actually recorded episode one of my podcast and had about three weeks of therapy less. And it was one of the first things I spoke about at a therapy session was I've recorded a podcast. I'm going to do this because we did all this work last week and I decided one of the things I want to do is really make sure I do this. And I get into that space of um, this thing that I want to do, which is sort of trying to help other people as well. So um, yeah, there's that kind of new lease of life that you can get from it but you just have to be willing to put the work in if therapy is not for you have a think about writing stuff down or maybe meditation or anything that sort of helps you reflect if you feel you've got a friendship group where you're able to sort of talk about this kind of stuff i think that's really good but just be mindful you don't want to live in the end point of this relationship for the rest of your life so what this is all about is what do you need to do to get some closure so that when i speak to you next week your mind is in the in the right frame for moving on and kind of it's time to hold your head up next week guys so that's a heads up for sort of next week's pod so gonna end it there i've um i've rambled a little bit but i'm really passionate about this this particular topic and i do feel like this is this is your kind of turning point this is the the point of revelations of really getting into some patterns of behavior and changing them for the better so i'm excited for you please come and reach out to me as i said at the start of the podcast the facebook group should now be searchable so come and find us crazy Club. if you want some support with this if you want some resources um i'll look to get some some really good links upon on the facebook group um around sort of different things that people could access but have an amazing week run a little bit long this this episode so apologies for that but as always hope it's been really useful i'm gonna look forward to speaking to you next week it's a great episode next week guys so you take care of yourselves love you crazy exes speak soon